My name is Matt Moody. I'm the founder of Locals.io, and you are listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Uh, there often comes an app that, uh, and a co-founder and CEO comes along that is just uh, has a fascinating app. And I, I really love this uh, next app and uh, I can't wait to speak with the uh, CEO of it. Uh, let me just paint the picture of, uh, this is for most of my life I've had this problem, especially in my adult life. You know, I wanted to go out, order a drink and then you would have to queue up at the bar and just, it would almost be like, you know, kind of luck if you got served, you'd have to wait for ages. And now finally, and here in the UK especially, uh, there is an app where I can use my phone, smartphone, and I can either get the uh, order that I want delivered to my table or even delivered to me. It is amazing. It's an app that I'm going to be talking about a lot. I'm going to be using and I'm just thrilled that I can actually speak with the man who bought this to us. Uh, his name is Dennis Collett, and he is the co-founder and CEO of Orderella. So go to the App Store right now. It's on Google and uh, Apple. It's uh, Orderella, and you'll see uh, its uh, lovely green app there, logo, and uh, download it. Uh, you can even pause the podcast, go and do that now. Uh, try and come back to the podcast sober if you can. And uh, uh, yeah, just welcome to the App Guy podcast, Dennis. I'm glad you could join us today. Hi, Paul. Thank you. That was a very exciting introduction indeed. No, I really am so excited. Seriously, it's one of the big problems that I can see uh, is um, certainly in my life, you know, for years, I've always um, hated kind of going to the bar. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the app and, and what it does and, and a little bit about yourself as well. We'd love to know a little bit about you. Sure. I, I think you, you, you're spot on. It is Odorella is um, helping me taking the hassle out of, uh, out of queuing in the night out. So basically, really focusing on that you and all consumers actually enjoying their night out more and spending more time with their friends, rather than spending 10, 15 minutes queuing per round of um, drinks. And also your audience is is absolutely bang on. I'm guessing it's kind of um, 18 to 25 year olds or 18 to 30 year olds who are going out uh, quite regularly and already have, you know, it's the smartphone age. Is, 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 do you find that your audience is the younger audience, the millennial age? Yes, it is. It's the twenty-five to thirty-five year old. It's it's kind of the city worker, the media, tech-affine people. But you know what? In the end, it's anyone who's just. A, it's for social people. It, it's for really people who want to spend more time with their friends rather than um, being alone, waiting a queue, leaving your friends or your girlfriend, your wife at a table. You know, it is just really simple. Order and pay from your phone. What we're doing, what Odrella is doing, is we're turning your smartphone into a mobile waiter. So. How it works, let, let me just talk you through the app very quickly, is you download the app, as you said, you see that all the um, venues in the UK which have our, offer our service, you check into your venue, and it's all location-based, so you will see the nearest bar is, will be on top of the, of the list, you check into the bar, which then loads the menu of the particular site, you're going to browse through the menu, it's food and drinks, so it's both of it, it's not just on a, a beer app. It's really focused on both, and we've seen that a lot of people actually ordering food. Because usually when you go to the bar, you go to the counter, and you place an order for maybe two pints, and actually you don't know that they have nice triple-cooked chips or garlic bread, etc. And now on your phone, you will have the whole menu in front of you, and you can really nicely place the order, put your table number in, put, you can pay via PayPal, for example, or a credit card, 
and then you get your table, uh, your, your order delivered straight to your table. The, the interesting thing about this episode is that we've got a lot of people listening now who have an idea and we're going to be learning from you how you've taken this really awesome idea, this genuine problem, and uh, you've turned it into a, a business in a way. And so, but, but before we do that, I know that I did want to find out a little bit about you as an entrepreneur. I know that we have a shared background. I believe you came from the, the city, uh, finance, and uh, and how did you actually end up falling into kind of the startup scene? So, yes, I, I have a corporate background. and I used to work for Avian Emerald and RBS in the city um, before I moved to Ernst & Young from the consulting side. And it is absolutely, it's like, I think you you get a good basis um, to be an entrepreneur if you work even for larger corporations and especially Ernst Young had a really entrepreneurial spirit and that they fostered it. Um, I developed the idea on the side. However, I told my partners about what I'm doing and actually they supported me in, in developing the app. Oh, really? So are you, are you still with Ernst Young or are you actually now fully involved in this uh, project? No, I'm, it is, um, basically when we had the idea, we developed it on the side. However, once you're ready, you know, you, your product ready, you're ready to go to market, I, I believe you have to go full-time. There, there is no half measures. So I've been full-time on Autorella for the last 15 months, and we've launched 12 months ago in October on the 23rd. So actually, it was our birthday last week. Oh, congratulations. So uh, really, the lesson for us then is if you are in a corporate job, it's not, it's actually good training. If you if you aspire to be an entrepreneur, an app developer, then use your time wisely. And, uh, get, you know, you can even open up uh, the, to the fact that you are doing these side projects, let your, you know, people around you know, uh, and like in your case, it, you're not going to get fired immediately. You know, what are you doing working on these things on the side? In your case, it was, uh, we're really supportive of you. This is a great idea and, and let's help you with this. And, and I'm guessing that was the right thing to do. Yes, I believe that um, if you work in a corporate job, you get kind of the basics. You know, it's about project management. It is it's basic commercial skills, etc. It's, it's depending on your role, depending on your job, potentially commercial skills, etc., negotiation skills. All that stuff will help you as an entrepreneur then. And, and you know, if you worked um, in a corporate job and you're working with clients, you know what they're looking for. So if you then take the plunge, you take the hit, you go into and, and really what you believe in and, and what your passion is, it really comes crystal clear through. And it definitely, definitely helped me a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that I'd love to know about this transition because, again, we've had people listening to this right now who have made the same transition or are considering it. And uh, I'm guessing because you worked in the city, you had uh, a pretty good cushion to uh, support yourself financially uh, whilst then taking the plunge because it, uh, just listening through your timeline you had uh, it looks like a 12-month period before this uh, app actually even hit the app stores uh, and so a lot of that is uh, that there'll be no cash flow coming in it's all um, you know product development and working behind the scenes ready for the big launch uh, how did you actually cope with that transition from you know getting a salary to then becoming a, a, a co-founder Yes, so so I think my my advice here is that you know, try to do bootstrapping as long as you can. You know, like don't take a salary. It's like yes, if you work in a corporate job, you know you want to take that plunge. Start building up that cushion, and the first the, the first days are hard. You know, it's it's not an easy journey. 
However, it is a very exciting journey. And it's really like if you're passionate about it, you know, go for it. And you will always find a means to, you know, support yourself. Um, look for angel investors. You know, there, there is a lot in the UK. There's a lot of funding out there. It's there are different means how to you can raise um, funds. You, you hear about all these crowdfunding ideas. We have um, done with Orderella, we have done two EIS rounds, which is the Enterprise Investment Scheme, which is a UK government um, backed um, tax efficient way for high net worth individuals to, to invest in startups and support them and really grow, grow the industry. Oh, wonderful. Well, maybe we could, I could put a link to the, that in the show notes. So anyone listening who's interested in, in what we're speaking about, just go to theappguy.co and uh, go to episode 182 with Dennis Collett and it will, well, there'll be links to all the things we're mentioning here. And so, uh, so, so the advice that, I mean, because for me, you're bringing back all these memories of me leaving my corporate job in uh, the city. And uh, I, I wish I did what you did and, and launched a really cool idea. But uh, I actually was, uh, I didn't have an exit strategy when I left. And uh, I was actually a little bit lost and did this, the kind of classic mistake of, of, uh, uh bringing on a lot of employees and, and doing a bricks and mortar business. And uh, I soon found my savings were you know, going uh, going a little bit south because uh, I was spending a lot of money and not getting money in. So if I was to have my time over again, I'd do what you did and uh, bootstrap it. So I mean, for, for me, the, the one thing what I still have really, really like close my memory is in my exit interview, I was being asked the question, so what do you want to do in five years? Where do you want to be? And my answer was, well, I don't really know where I am going to be in five years, but I know one thing. I don't want to look back in five years and saying, I wish I had. I wish I had followed my dreams. I wish I had done Autorella. I wanted to say, I'm going for it. I believe in it. I'm doing it. Yeah, because what, what I'm also learning from you, and because we do have like the shared journey, is that in a way it's the journey itself that kind of makes you as a person and there is a transition stage, you know, just getting used to the fact that you're not every month going to see this big influx of money coming in, which is your salary. <laughs> That's the biggest change for a start. <laughs> but, but, but there are a lot of positive things as well. So one thing, don't look at your bank account, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, um, it is, uh, again, you have to make adjustments, don't you? Did you make any you know, specific adjustments to your lifestyle uh, when transitioning to, to bootstrap your own company? I, I think there's more things. If you really look how much money you're spending and you can see the areas where, where you can save, um, that there are ways to do it. It is about, you know, going out, for example. It's about restaurants, etc. So you, you can do it. So it is really up to you to make it happen. So let's, let's talk then more about your app and, uh, you know, get, get some lessons out for people listening about how you went about uh, building the app, uh, putting your team together. Perhaps you could talk about, the, you know, the first 12 months of you've got this great idea. You've um, got the support of, uh, you know, a lot of people around you. What, what did you do next? Yes. So we had the idea. Um, the idea was born out of a real life um, problem, real life scenario. Um, I was in a pub with two friends, now co-founders. It was my turn to get the next round. It took like 10, 15 minutes till I came back with the drinks. And then one of my friends said, wouldn't it be nice sitting here pressing some buttons on your phone and you get your drinks delivered? And at that time, I w was still working for Ernst Young. I was involved in their mobile proposition. 
And for me, that was kind of the eureka moment where I could say, yes, ordering and payment. You have to combine the, the two because that's actually where the efficiency is coming in for the operator, for the bar. They don't have to take the payments anymore. They can really focusing on their service. They, they can pour a pint, they can make a burger, they can talk to customers, they can deliver the order, they can ask if you need anything else. The only thing where they're not adding value is when they're taking the payment. So for us, is let's take that payment, uh, that pain out, and let them focus what they do best, and that's customer service. I mean, it is an absolutely phenomenal idea, and I'm almost, you know, you said about five years in the future, and I can see that there's going to be something shocking. There might actually be a bar or a restaurant or a pub that you go to that doesn't have a bar, because why would you need it anymore? It just comes to your table. Yes. I mean, look, it's still nicer to, to, to have like a cozy pub atmosphere. It is more about service when you want it. If the bar is empty, you know, go up to the bar, order. That's, that's absolutely perfect. If um, a pub is actually offering table service already, then you know, order with a waiter. However, 90% of the pubs in the UK don't have table service, and we actually enable it. We offer it for the first time. The pub can offer table service when they're using Autorella. Because think about it, it's the waiter. You, you as a consumer, you place the order, you pay for it. All the bar has to do is delivering it over to you. And that's the waiter. So we, you free up the staff to do better customer service and more customer service. Rather than running around, cleaning the table, taking payments, taking orders, it is all about fulfillment. I'm already sold 10 times over. <laughs> I can see, uh, I mean, it is just such an obvious uh, problem and uh, quite obvious that the smartphone is the solution. So you've. Uh, I was going to ask, this is an authentic podcast. We'd love to know, you know, the real kind of journey and, I'm guessing that you you had to probably bring in some outside developers, or did you do the whole thing internally? Yes. So, so we, we as I mentioned, we went live um, exactly a year ago. We have five co-founders with a different background from a city, sales, um, IT side, and legal. And what we were missing of the five co-founders were the, the deep um, coding skills. The really the you know the the credit of um, tech coding. So we used an IT agency in the beginning to help us developing the first prototype in version one. And throughout the journey, when you see, you know, you go live, it is successful. It's not an idea anymore. It's, it's, it's a proven concept. We started to recruiting our own developers. And at one point, you really, I suggest and recommend highly to have all your development in-house. It's perfect in the beginning, especially if you're in a corporate job, is getting outside help exactly how you just mentioned however throughout the journey you should you start you, um, you need be, to be more agile you need to have the development in-house and that's what we are doing we have now three full-time developers on board with different skills and different focuses um, if it's like the front end the UI UX experience we have someone who's looking after the back-end databases etc so it's really you're looking by growing the team you really look what else who do we need? And, and you very, very clearly can identify if there is a gap. But you also think ahead. It's like, who do I need in half year's time? You start thinking about it already and you start putting it in place that once you need it, you got it. Yeah, and I'm almost thinking as well that uh, it's a good idea to uh, 
have, if you're an indie app developer, we have a lot of uh, indie app developers listening to the show. And uh, if you do want to work for a startup, then <laughs> just have a look for some of the new apps coming into the onto the app store. And if there's a really cool idea that you believe in, just approach the founders. And uh, as like you say, you, you outsource the work to start off with, but then you bring everything in-house when you've got the proven concept and you can afford to then build up a bigger team. Yes. And we, we always look for talent. So you know, anyone feel free to, to get in touch with me. Yeah, well, we'll certainly uh, talk all about how we do that at the end. There's two things we need to do before we uh, finish, Dennis. One is uh, we like to try and explore new ideas uh, on this show. And uh, I, I guess uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, you have a lot of ideas. Uh, we, we do have a way of getting and fleshing out a new idea from you if you don't have one. But if you do you have an app idea you're willing to share with us that's not Orderella, but some, something else that you may have thought of? To, to be absolutely honest, right now, um, Orderella is taking all my energy and all my focus. So I'm I'm 110% committed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, obviously, that's really good advice because at the end of the day, one of the things I've learned is that you've got to stay really focused and uh, not get distracted by... Uh, all these other things going on. Uh, maybe we could ask you then, over the last four or five weeks as a, a co-founder CEO of Orderella, what, what have been your really big pain points can you think of? Something that's been really frustrating, uh, something that maybe we could think about a, a potential solution for you, you know, in, in terms of an app? Yeah, so if anyone out there can solve the problem about a proper Wi-Fi and reception everywhere across the UK, then I would be very, very happy. It's uh, it's re really crazy, isn't it? The UK is not a big country, and yet at the end of, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. There's just no consistent uh, Wi-Fi, and and people don't realise the importance. Uh, I I said to one of my local um, calves, he does an internet calf, and I said you need a, a speed dial on the outside of the calf. And I want to see how fast your internet speed is before I even come in. And that that if it's if it's twenty meg plus, uh, upload and download, you will get so much so many more people in your your uh, store. I, I can't believe you know the time we're living in the tech world we're living in that Wi-Fi is still such an issue. You know all the tech is there, the platforms are there, but it's it's being slowed down by crappy internet. Yeah, it, it's really frustrating. I mean. Uh, uh, I agree with you. So yeah, if there's anybody out there that can solve the, 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 the obviously the big issue, which is connecting to the uh, the internet, then uh, uh, then please let us know. You know, because I'm happy to buy them a beer then. Oh, uh, because yeah, four G four G's obviously come out, but I know that four G in London is uh, kind of a bit patchy, and uh, it depends where you are, and you lose you lose four G when you you receive a call, and uh, yeah, it's just needs need solving. Um, I mean, for, for us, it was absolutely exciting. You mentioned the last four or five weeks. And, and just to give you a flavor of what just happened in the last four or five weeks, while in February we only had three venues live, we are now live in more than 140 venues across the UK. We've just launched um, in Dublin, in Ireland. We're live in 20 sites in Dublin. The best thing is you go to the Web Summit till 5 o'clock, then you go to Night Summit, and you know what? You don't have to queue anymore because you can use Orella. <laughs> There's nothing better, I'm sure, than using your own app to uh, <laughs> in your own life. And, Actually, uh, what, what I think is the best, what, what personally what really excites me is when I see someone, a consumer, using our app, get their drinks delivered, and then the big smile on their face. A lot of people can't believe it. It's like, what? I'm pressing some buttons. I'm ordering and paying on my phone. 
and out of the sudden the pints arrive. It's amazing, and I think that it's really. The, you see, you asked me before about corporate job and you know, doing your own. If you see that, it's it's worth all the pain on the way. It is. It's just like you know that what makes you happy. Someone using your product. Yeah, I, and, I and, and it's also joy. endorsing your. You know, it's it's kind of using and and saying that you're, you know, giving great stuff to the uh, the world. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, and also, I guess when we look back on it, you, how, how did you actually get all these venues to sign up? It must have been a lot of hard work. Did you approach them manually, uh, you know, calling them, or did they approach you? How did that process work? Well, for example, we are working with the two biggest kind of um, trade bodies um, in hospitality in the UK. So we are partner of the ALMR. We're going to the events. We're working with a company called Propel. They have a really a deep insight newsletter, daily newsletter, which is going out. It's founded by Paul Charity, who is one of the most um, prolific um, journalists, actually, in, in the hospitality sector in the UK. And when they have a conference, the operators then go to a pub afterwards for drinks, and we are sponsoring the drinks. We, can, we give them our app. They can order and get the drinks delivered. They see it. The operators at the bars will see it actually from a consumer perspective and say, oh, my God, this is awesome. I want this in my pub. And right now, all the operators, they actually... Ah, very clever. <laughs> extremely yeah. clever so you so. you're actually getting the uh because i i almost think back to uh, what i learned from seth godin and he talks about uh, uh, building up a a, a, um, a group of uh, people that are going to sneeze out your idea he talked about sneezing out an idea which is viral and i can imagine those are the people that you really want talking about the app because they're the owners of pubs and and cafes and bars and it, it, i can imagine that the, your your app is has an extremely viral nature to it because the way people just want to go and, and, and chat, talk about it and, and get it downloaded onto other people's phones. Yes, the, the proof is in pudding. You know, you can talk about it as much as you want, but if you get a bar owner you know, in a pub and say, you know what, why don't you order your pint here? Use my phone. And then I get it delivered and that's when they're sold. Yeah, so there's not really a, a sales process in calling them and saying, hey, you really need to try this app and, and, and not getting their attention. That you've, you've done something really clever which is you've you've got them in a, a nice environment trying your app as a user and then they they realize just how awesome it is and how, how much they need it for their pub yes all our pr and marketing was focusing actually on the operator is getting them on board and we're now being perceived as the leading mobile ordering and payment app in the uk and they're coming to us yeah you know on this show there's so much focus on the users and getting the downloads and uh, you know how to advertise and launch and market on that but what what I'm learning from you is that it's a very clever way of of flipping that to to the the people that will be uh, I guess proponents of the app so you know they they will be the ones promoting it in their their pubs their bars uh, and they'll be the ones that are pushing it and, and no amount of ads could replace that no, you're absolutely right. I mean, our our biggest sales engine and sales people is the staff at a bar. They understand that they realize the benefits by not taking mm-hmm. a payment anymore and just focusing on the consumer. And, you know, they, they're actually selling it. It makes their life easier. It makes their consumers and their customers happier. They can provide a better service. It's a win-win situation for everyone. Dennis, this is a massively inspiring episode. We can't let you say goodbye before uh, hearing what maybe one or two of your other favorite apps are. Um, maybe if you've got your phone handy, it's quite close, then you could grab it and and tell us one or two apps that you use apart from Orderella, you know, in, in your daily life. Well, the two two apps that, that come to mind is this A is Halo, um, the taxi app. 
which is, a, is, is in a way a similar context. So what we're doing is you can, someone wants a taxi, someone has a taxi, and you're connecting the two. It's the same what we're doing. Someone wants a pint, someone has a pint, we connect the two. The other one is, is Y-Plan I really love. It's for a good night out. It's like you know, discovering new bands, etc. I'm using them a lot as well. Well, just hearing you say that, I mean, obviously, again, there'll be uh, links to the show notes uh, on those apps. And also, I, I put all the guest apps into a, into a report that uh, people can get just by going and signing up to my newsletter. Uh, that's at theappguy.co. Um, but listening to you almost reminded me of one of my early chats. I think it's pre-20 episodes and, and the author of a book. And he was saying, take what's really working very well in one industry and try and apply it to another industry. So I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, you, you've obviously used that connection between Halo and, uh, and your app. And, and so I'm hoping that from this podcast, people will listen to you and think, how can you apply that in other uh, parts of our lives? You know, taking the, the process of, uh, the, you're almost, um, you're uh, disrupting the, the, the concept of queuing. Absolutely. We are all about beating the queue. Oh, who likes queuing? And I have to ask, your German background, is it, Dennis? Are you... Yes, it's basically bringing the German efficiency. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, we invented British queuing. Choice. We're the British. We invented queuing. <laughs> You're disrupting the whole process of queuing. It, it could get messy out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very We're helping you to beat the queue. I know. It's so funny because the British are very particular about queuing as well. Whenever you go to a queue, they always... Uh, you know, uh, if you if you kind of jump the line, they they get very upset. So uh, at least uh, you've 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 solved all that conflict. Yes, because Autorella is a fairer queuing system. It's not about how big and how pushy you are. It's, it depends what time I did you place the order. That's your spot in the queue. So oh, Dennis, you're bringing back all those memories when I was a bit younger of how to get served first, and you know, you the position of where you are on the bar and and whether you wave your money and how big your you, your tips you leave are more likely to get served first and all those things are, are, are now disrupted away. And a new generation doesn't experience that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been wonderful. How best can we reach out and connect to you, Dennis? Well, you can uh, get in touch with me via email. It's dennis at uk. You can connect uh, with me on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Um, we also have, obviously, Audrevella has it on Twitter account. Um, we're on Facebook. So just, you know, social media. Wonderful. You've, um, you've got a new fan here with me, and I'm sure inspiring a lot of people listening to this right now to uh, use the app and certainly... Uh, you know given your journey as well just inspire everyone to to think about how awesome it is when you you see someone using your app uh, that's sitting next to you so uh, thank you very much for sharing your journey with us dennis on the app guy podcast we wish you all the best with uh, everything with orderella thank you paul i really enjoyed it it was fun thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for the next episode everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can build your own things that other people can use. The App Guy Podcast 